I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright. And I am here with the super millennial, David Barreto, giving us the millennial perspective. How you doing there, Mr. Millennial? Doing good. How's it going? Getting ready to go to the gym? Yeah. Really? You don't have to take the holidays off like everybody else? <laughs> no, we talked about it. Days, weeks, hours matter. You're not, taking, you're, not, you're not taking off, you mean? You're not taking a break? I'll still be training, but I will be, I won't be dieting on Christmas. Me neither. We'll 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 eat together, yeah. buddy. We'll eat together. Don't worry. You and I are gonna have cake. <laughs> uh, we haven't had cake together in a long time. Talk about it. Time. Honestly, we haven't. Right? So we're gonna have cake. So this week, our topic is desire. Today's connection Thursday. We're gonna discuss purpose and your motivating force. So yesterday we talked about how want is a force energy and is held in a cage mind, the head. This is our masculine energy. It's your red zone energy. And desire is an expansive energy. It's connected to the creation mind, heart. This is the feminine energy of the human, and it's our green zone. Now, the creation mind, heart, is where you, the true self, is held. It is the heart that holds your purpose. It is the heart that connects to spirit. It is the heart that activates forgiveness, gratitude, and faith. We each live our life through our heart. When activated in fear, our heart restricts our energy. Its motivating force is to fight or flight. When the heart is activated in courage, our heart's in expansion. Its motivating force is to manifest what you desire and evolve spiritually. Do you understand that or all that aspect? So when you are in expansion, the heart releases conflict. When you are in restriction, the heart supports the body so you remain in conflict. Do you understand? Do you you have questions on that? So the moment you truly begin to understand how life operates, that we each have a purpose, we each have our own mountain to climb, and we each have our own light to place on top of the mountain. Understanding this, accepting this changes everything. This is what is termed awakening. Your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, I think that's uh, the big part that people can't explain, you know, that turning point, that awakening. That's where I've seen a lot of people start to try to run back to that comfort zone because it is so new and they're scared for that realization to be considered awkward or weird or crazy to other people, you know, because so just a lot of times what it does is the reality isn't the reality and, and they, and they don't know who they are. I just had a, a, a very successful person contact me today and sat down and he's got everything, everything you would think if you would look at his life and say, he's got everything. And he's basically miserable. He just said, I don't know who I am. And I, I, and he goes, can you help me? I go, well, we'll see. You know, because the, when you have this, 
when you have this awakening from that moment on, you actually live your life to grow spiritually. And all of life will begin to support this growth. All your relationships, all your conflicts, all your losses, all your wins, all of your experiences are set up for you, not against you. And people don't realize that. They get stuck in their trauma. They get stuck in their failure. They get stuck in things that their regret and the resentments, things that have happened in the past. But every human being, as we've talked about, is born with a purpose. And every human being is born with unique gifts. See, this purpose and these gifts are set for two distinct purposes. One, so your soul, your spirit has experiences on the physical plane. That's the spiritual aspect. Two, so you can contribute to humanity. We're all connected. That's why not one purpose does everything. Not one person has everything. So your purpose, your unique gifts are here for you to experience, your soul to experience your climb in the mountain. And your gifts are here for you to contribute to others, to humanity. So your thoughts on I that? I think that follows along with everything we talked about yesterday too, having that balance, not just between the energies, the feminine and masculine, but also between the purposes, having that tribe that's full of the different purposes like we used to be in, you know, in the beginning. Yes. And that's, and that's huge. If you can understand this, when you're building a company or building a tribe or even building friendships and relationships, you have to understand it. And what it does is when you can understand the purposes and other purposes, it makes you more empathetic when they're stuck in their pendulum swing. You don't take it personally, right? You don't, you don't try, you know, to, uh, to take it to where you're trying to change them. They are stuck. So I've stated in the past episodes and many episodes, you don't set your purpose. You discover it. You discover your purpose. But, and this is a big but, you must set your path. And to do this, you must know your motivational force. The motivational force is the spark. It's the desire. It's the why in expansion. That's called a motivational force. So in other words, you can know your purpose and that's just wonderful. But if you don't tie your purpose to your true passion, your motivational force, and if you don't connect that motivational force to your purpose, you will stay stuck in the valley. But you'll know your purpose. Mm-hmm. So you might, you might, you might even have moments when you jump on the mountain, but you'll fall right back down. So do you, I know this may be a little confusing, so let me make it clear for you. Let's do an example. All right. So for instance, let's look at the freedom purpose. Okay. So the freedom purpose, motivational behavior is to bring control. Spiritually, the freedom purpose is here to expand possibilities. Now, the pendulum of the freedom purpose is when they're stuck in the want of control. When they're stuck there, they're attempting to impose their will, taking their subjective reality and fighting the objective reality. 
You mm-hmm. understand that, right? Now, the motivating force or the passion of the freedom purpose is to bring control, which is to bring others and situations into objective reality. That's really, remember, want to control, you're in your subjective reality. To be in control, you're in what is the objective reality. And what is this done through? Conflict resolution. So let's say there's a freedom purpose and they are stuck in a job that doesn't connect their spark, right? Freedom purpose is stuck in an office, stuck in a cubicle, stuck in a job that doesn't motivate them. They will be stuck either in the high red zone energies where they want change, they want to escape. And this usually ends in regret because they don't leave, if they don't leave that job or change their profession or change their perception about it, and I'll talk about that, they will fall into regret and guilt as they feel they're wasting their life. Or they could end up in the mid-red zone, and this is the fear energy, and live a repressing life where they repress their anger and they go in avoidance. Again, they are not, they can know their purpose, but there's no motivating, motivating force connected to it. So they're stuck in the valley. Do you understand? For sure. I think that was a big thing that drove me into that depression state that I talked about a long time ago. I knew I was built for something. I knew I was an inspired purpose, but I had no motivating force behind it. And it felt like you're pressing the gas and the brake at the same time. You know where you want to go, but you can't get there because you have no, no direction to it. There was no full motivation to go after it. There's no spark, mm-hmm. right? You know who you are, but there's no spark. You know, so you know this. The freedom purpose can know they are a freedom purpose, but if they fail to hear that message from their heart, if they fail to connect to their true calling, the freedom purposes loses their spirit. And when others are, when 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 happens is they lose their spirit when others or the culture is attempting to control them. They lose their spirit. So you have to understand your motivating force is powerful. It's the spark. It's actually that small, still voice that people talk about, right? It's telling you you were born and what you are to do. It's telling you what you should do, what you're supposed to do. And it's telling you how to serve humanity and how to serve your soul. That little voice will tell you. Now, the freedom purpose, such as Linda. So my wife is a freedom purpose, has a very strong motivating force, but it's not tied to career. This is where people get confused. It's not always tied to your career because there's five life categories. Hers is tied to relationship category. Would yeah, you agree? Sure. And and not just for me, because she brings control to me. Think about how much she does to move me out of chaos. This allows me to connect to my purpose and my motivating force to shift the planet. Linda is as important to everything I'm doing as the what I do. You see that behind the scenes, but you also see the way she is with the family. And the way she is with her grandchildren. It's just, this is, and the way she is, this is who she is. Right now, in our house, everybody's coming here. Mom is here, her brother's here, and people start to come here, right? And, but that's Linda. Now, when I talk about Patrick, 
freedom purpose. Patrick is somebody who has is self-made. But when I met him, that freedom purpose, he had no motivating force through his career, even though his career was fantastic. So he would have sabotaged it if he hadn't started coaching and shifted. He changed his perception about his career, and that's the career that is building his next stage through a motivating force of what he really wants mm-hmm. to do. See, but he does, you never hear him complain about yeah. it anymore. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? That's a motivating, motivating force. You need a motivating force when you're going to change something in your life. You need a spark. What is that light on the mountain that helps pull you up when all the conflict and boulders are trying to knock you back down? You need your passion. So you go and you decide you want to lose weight. You, I'm talking about you, David, you wanted to lose weight. You want to change your body. You want to look better. You want to feel better. You, but the big thing is this is what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. So now your career is wrapped around personal development and wellness and everything. And all that knowledge you have, you have so much knowledge, but you wanted to live it. So what's your motivating force? You set a contest. You set a spark. The spark was you creating a shift in your health category, but you set, you had a motivating force. So what happened? Well, you hurt your back. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I have energy. I'm moving forward. I'm an inspired purpose. I, I, I know what I'm doing. I, I'm inspired. I know what I have to do to get through this because I'm not going to stop. You understand now what it is, how powerful it yeah, is? Yeah, for sure. It, 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 it's so powerful. Definitely, like you said, that, that reasoning to do it when there seems like there is no reason to do it, you know, that light that you can see no matter what. I think people just lose their their focus on that light. And then they just try to search on different paths and never find it again. And I think if you keep that focus while you're doing it, that motivation factor, it's always there. Eventually you get up to it. So I asked this gentleman today, you know, and again, he's self-made and I'm talking a lot of numbers. <laughs> I'm not going to get too much detail. So, okay. Half a billion dollars. He did hmm. well, you know, and he's really a mess, right? He's in a, and he looks, he's so sad and he's so confused. And I asked him, I go, well, he goes, I'm not one that's, you know, worried about being happy, he goes, because I like to build something, I finish it, and then I go to the next thing. You know what I asked him? Do you have fulfillment? And his whole face dropped. And he goes, because he doesn't understand the difference between fulfillment, the joy, energy, and happiness. And that's what he's missing. What's happened to him is his motivation, motivating force that built the company, the company's now built, and there's no spark left. He, he has a board of directors he can't stand. He doesn't get to run the company the way he wants to run the company. He's lost his spark. So you can have everything sitting in front of you, but that motivating force is there for you to keep shifting. And when, it's, when you don't have that, you can know your purpose. And those who find that and live that force, that spark, set their motivating force, their passion are those rare individuals that live life in the higher habitual states of the green zone. That's who those visuals are. So your entire life is to be played out like you're going to a, you're in school of the physical plane. And your purpose is your connection to the divine. And the divine is not some gray bearded man sitting up in the sky. The divine is love. That's the divine. It's love. It's the state, the high energy of love, because there's where you find your light 
And there's where you find freedom. So you can be a freedom purpose and know all about it and have no freedom. Mm -hmm. And actually be knowing your purpose. That's why one of the things I wanted to make clear, because a lot of people in our community know their purpose, but are you, do you have a motivating force to go with yeah. it? That's the desire energy. Are you with me? Yeah, for sure. It's very, I, I think it's crazy Any questions? Important. No, the only thing I, I'd put on to is I think a lot of people, they stop looking for that motivating force because they get comfortable. You know, I think a, a big thing, especially as I saw a few days ago, um, somebody talking about that and they said that their life's good, just like this gentleman. And mind you, it's a very different world. This person's not multi-million rich, you know, starting my age. And he goes, well, I'm not, I'm not sad, so I must be doing okay. And that was when I realized, like, that, that's all you're looking for is to be okay just because you're not sad. And like you said, you must not have fulfillment. Because if you're not that's chasing exactly. that fulfillment, if you're not going after that that drive that pushes you to keep going and going and you stop at the comfort zone. Cause well, I'm not sad, I'm not unhappy. I have yeah. And it gets comfortable. Like, okay, the worst thing is mm -hmm. comfort. So think about it. Our culture is set in the cage mind. So we're set in the Valley. And so when you live life from here, the heart is shut down and you lose your spiritual way for the simple reason to be on path, you must be connected to your heart. And again, the creation mind. So we're talking about your fulfillment. You don't find fulfillment in outside yourself. So when you have that, when you're living like him or, or like the guy today, they're living outside themselves. They're not living within. Now, living from the cage mind decreases your frequency. You're disconnected from the heart. This is what brings on heart disease. It's... This is it. So if 2023, I think the main goal should be for everybody listening, unless they have it, heart connection. And you have to understand your purpose. It's very, very important. And then you have to find your spark, your true desire, your, your motivating force. And when you do that, you're off and running. So let's start with discussing the 10 archetypes of purpose. And then let's discuss an exercise that will help you reveal your spark and your motivating force. You good with that? Let's do it. So Coach Sandra in the Stress Mastery community has been doing a great job in teaching the different purposes. She's doing a great job with that. And they can find that in the community, right? In documents, correct? So if you don't really understand, I think that's all updated too, or did we not put the new stuff in? The yet? new stuff's been uh, been put in, yeah. Okay, so we do have the new information because I know we're, 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 I don't know what's old, what's new because we're in the middle of like, it's like you're you're moving to another house, right? I don't know where anything boxes. is. <laughs> yeah, everything's in boxes. So they can go into documents and find the purpose and really study it because it's broken down. Now, let's look at the 10 archetypes. One is a growth purpose. Their aim is to expand culture. Their motivating behaviors to overcome obstacles. This is what they, this is what you're, this is how they serve humanity. This is how they do it. Vitality purpose. Number two, aim to expand energy, which is frequency. Their motivating behaviors to increase vibration. Whatever that, think about it. So your, your motivating force has to be connected to something like that. Inspire purpose. Aim is to expand vision. Motivating behavior is to evoke recognition. And that recognition, recognition isn't your brand. <laughs> 
It's who you are. It's to, it's to bring out the artist in you, right? Freedom purpose, we talked about them. Aim to expand possibilities. That's their aim. Their motivated behavior is to bring control. So the love purpose, their aim is to expand tranquility. Motivated behavior, create affection. Peace purpose, aim is to expand truth. Motivated behavior, create harmony. Connection purpose, aim is to expand togetherness. Motivated behavior, create interrelations. Joy purpose, aim to expand fulfillment. Motivated behavior, create radiance. I watch my daughter, Chelsea, do this in the classroom, like living her purpose with her motivating force. I just watch it. Nine, integrity purpose. Aim is to expand action. Motivated behavior is to create honor. You know, so that's, you know, this is a really um, good purpose. So, you know, um, David Goggins? Yeah. Right? So he's got a new book. He's got his new book out. It's like a continuation of the story. People always ask me, who's an, he is an integrity purpose. So when you listen to him, he's here to expand action. His books are not, they're not sugar-coated. They're not to give you a hug. They're to push you to hell out. Right? And it's motivating behaviors to create honor. Because when you have action, you create honor. So that's a perfect example of that particular purpose. And he was a, and he was a special forces. And he was a Navy yeah. And so it kind of fits, right? And then 10 is courage purpose. Their aim is to expand strength, motivate behaviors, and create resolution. So finding your, your, uh, and discovering your purpose is important and understanding your purpose because you want to understand, oh, this is, the, and you'll know it's you. And you'll also understand the pendulum swing when it's not you. And what that does is that creates the split of the eyes, the still point, so you take conscious control away from the ego. So finding your motivational force is to connect to that spark, the desire of the heart, and it's connecting your purpose to it, right? It's all done through the heart. Now, doing the steps thoroughly in the higher goal-setting process is a great exercise to help you discover your spark or find your spark if you don't know what it is. So when you do part one of higher goal-setting process, you expose all the wants in all five life categories. You're looking at the wants. Then you take those wants and you connect the why to the want. And you see if the want is connected to the cage mind head or the creation mind heart. Now. A quick word on possessions. It's okay to get something you want. Just be just be conscious of why you really want it, or the eagle will create a story behind it and attachment. So my Corvette, right? When I got my first Corvette, I remember Linda found it. And the first Corvette I've got, you know why I got it? Do you know the story behind why I got that Corvette, the gray one? It was on my vision board. The exact car was on my vision board. I didn't need a car. I told her I don't need a car. It's a car. She goes, but Bill, it's it's the exact car on your vision board. Exactly. You need to get it. And the reason I got that car was my connection to the universe. It was a great decision. Mm -hmm. Everything started to shift after I got that. But then there's the, you know, the watches, the Brantley watch. I talk about my watch collection. Why did I get that? I don't know, because I had 30 grand in my pocket to get rid of because I wanted to look. It's it, See, that's where if I had slowed down, I would have never bought that watch. Mm-hmm. There's no, there was no strong enough why for it behind me. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's what I would have changed. 
The Corvette? No, I wouldn't have. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I think I've even gotten to uh, a better spot with that, considering, you know, the Miami experience for me was that there was no rhyme or reasons because I can. That's literally what I would. Somebody would do that. Why? I can. I can. Now I do. I do question myself a lot to, to not just to justify it, right? Because to be responsible towards that that category, but to make sure that I'm not doing it for anyone else or any other reason. Yeah. And then if I just thoroughly enjoy it or yeah. like it and it brings me some type just for me, then I don't yes. feel bad. But when I find myself asking like, oh, this will look good when I go out here or when I see this person. No, no. I, I may be right. Well, the new phones, no. <laughs> right? I do the exercise with the new phones. It's just stupid to me. It makes no sense to get the new phone. It just now, I, no sense. What's better, the camera? I don't use it. <laughs> I don't know. It makes no sense, right? Eventually, I always like to keep it upgraded, but I stopped. I stopped trying to keep up with our new, 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 you know, phones. So that's part one of higher goal setting. Now, the higher goal setting process, part two, is moving that want. You said this want into desire. That's here is where you build your plan and activate the motivating force. This is where it's activated in part two. And then in part three, intention, you move the desire to the light on top of the mountain. You set the new identity, and this drives the motivating force. Now you have your, your a proper goal set. You have it connected to your purpose, and you have it connected to a motivating force. That's the higher goal setting process. And telling you, it's all these other things out there. They can be out there all they want. They, like I said, they can bring all this science this is how a human being functions. And if you understand it and you use it that way, every human being operates and functions the same way. It will not fail. That's what David did to do a bodybuilding contest and lose 130 pounds. It's just the way it works. It works. It works because of the way we work. Now, what if you don't know what you want? And what if you don't know what your spark is, right? So let's talk about opening heart communication. All right, let's, how do we open up that heart, right? The practices and techniques of stress mastery are actually designed to create connection to your heart, your true self, your creation mind. That's what they're designed to. Stress mastery is also about mastering the cage mind. It's moving up your mountain. And this mountain is going to be filled with bumps, conflicts, poor judgment, failure, and stagnation. It's about executing conflict resolution on the journey, right? So how do you know if you are on the right path, there's a simple way of knowing. Ask your heart. So I'm going to give you guys an exercise, all right, to open up your heart. There's one way to open up the creation mind heart is to slow down. Now, for this exercise, number one, lay flat on your back on the floor or lay in a bed. Now, number two. Take a deep breath in to a count of 10. So you're breathing in to a count of 10. You're going to hold it for a count of 10. And then you're going to let go with another count of 10. Okay? And then you're going to be still for a count of 10 for a moment. You just let it go. Do this two or three times. All right? Just a couple times. Now, you're relaxed. Put your attention, part number three on this, put your attention on your heart. Feel your heart. Feel the energy. Feel it beat. Feel that heart. Really focus on the heart. Give it a minute. Give it two minutes until you're really full. Then number four, 
Give your heart a color. Doesn't matter what the color is. Give it a color. And now, so I, I'm not even going to tell what my color is because I don't want to, I just don't want to intimidate people, whatever it is. I don't want to make them pick a color. Pick a color, whatever color it is. Now observe that color. Observe the color of your heart. What's it doing? Is the color small? Is it restricted? Or is it expansive? Just observe it for a couple of minutes. What is the color doing? Is it open? Give it a color. And then that's part five. Observe it and you'll see. Is it a restricted color? Is it expansive? You'll see it. And then number six, now give your heart a voice and listen to it. What is it telling you? Is it telling you, good, you're on the right path. Keep going. I know things might be hard today, but you're on the right path. Is it telling you, no, you need to change your path. You need to step out of what you're doing and do this. Because honestly, when we do this, we all know what we're supposed to do. Now, whether you will follow your heart, that'll be up to you. But it's telling you to change something, you know it's true. When people talk about their gut instinct, it's your heart. Now, is the heart revealing what your motivating force is? You can ask it a question and shut up. What am I to do? Where am I to go? And shut up. Is it telling you to do something? Maybe it's telling you to forgive someone. Or maybe it's telling you to forgive yourself. What is your heart telling you? Is it telling you to move through fear? Is it telling you to to deal with the conflict? Everything will be okay. But if you hear nothing, just ask it a question and listen. And make sure you're hearing the heart and not the head. If you're focused and you have that collar open, just focus on there. If you get nothing, that's okay. Then do the exercise again. In fact, this is an exercise you can do to to close your day, set your day, it connects you to your creation mind. But you're trying to get a reveal. You want, what is your heart saying? What is it want? Your heart is you. Sometimes you got to, this exercise will get you out of your head. You might be shocked at the color. The color might be really tight. Or you might be shocked that it's really expansive. So living our lives connected to purpose Pursuing our true passion creates the motivating force. This this force will actually pull you up the mountain. It motivates conflict resolution. It's set in volition of will. And it connects head, heart, and hand, which creates integrity of behavior, which creates a life fully lived. This is where we end this week until Peggy comes in because Peggy will come in with something profound. But for us, this is where we end desire. Desire is very important. It is a motivating energy, but it's very subtle as we talked about yesterday. You got to create a balance. If you do the higher goal setting process, you'll have a balance between the masculine and the feminine energies. But our society doesn't connect to the feminine energy. It doesn't connect to the heart. It's following always the cultural script of what I'm supposed to do. Or it's following something that if I get it, I'll be happy. Just to be okay. 
It's not what you're here to do. We each were born with a purpose. We each were born with gifts, talents, and we're each here to bring something to humanity. David, you're up. I think this is a one that definitely to sit on and to try to allow yourself to understand it and rather than try to figure it out. Just try to feel. I think that's the big thing that comes along with this. So I remember in the beginning when you started to teach me this, I was almost forcing myself to try to understand it until I just stopped and tried to feel it. And I think that's a big thing about it because it's all feeling. Everything we talk about is that feel, that energy, that just that tug that we ignore all the time. Stop and feel it. Like you said, just shut up and listen. We talk too much. We try to do too much instead of just slowing down and allowing that feeling. And I think if you don't fully understand it because you see, you feel like you've never experienced it, you have, you just haven't either shut up or slow down. And once I did, I started to realize it more and more and more. And then it became apparent. I was able to kind of guide myself based off of feeling rather than trying to make logical sense out of it. And as a child, you live that way. That's a funny thing. As a young child, we all live this way. We're actually remembering who we are as a child. Yeah. You understand? Is there anything that, because I know this is a deep episode, it's Thursday, but is there anything that you would recommend where they start? Is it starting with their purpose? Is it starting with higher goal setting? Is it starting with, where would you tell somebody who, this feels like, holy crap, what's he talking about? Because it really is not hard and it's not complicated. It really isn't. The, the, the first, but if you're a deaf effect, it is. <laughs> the, the, the two things so. that I think that, that helped me the most is, is obviously knowing the purpose. You know, I think that's the best thing that anybody could do. I mean, literally everybody, if you don't know it, you should start with that. It tells you so much about you, yourself circumstances around you, people you love, people you don't like. I mean, literally, it tells you everything you could possibly know. And number two would be journaling at the end of the day and starting the day. Because like I said, so many people are too fast. They don't stop. They won't shut up. But I found that journaling, especially either at night doing a gratitude journal or just a recap, allowed me to stop and slow down, slow down everything around me and just write what I felt right then and there, what I felt earlier. And if I was writing something that happened at 10 in the morning, it's nine o'clock at night, I'm carrying that with me. I realize that if I'm still thinking about it, yes. it's still in my pocket and I'm going to sleep with that. And I think if you're able to just journal sure. it and put it out there, a lot of times you just think it's, oh, it's just a part of the day. It doesn't have to be a part of your night. It doesn't have to be a part of your tomorrow or the next day or the next day. I think journaling really slowed me down and allowed me to have that awareness that, you know, of everything that was happening. And they can come into the Stress Mastery community. Why don't you throw your commercial on that? Because, I mean, it, they can come into the Stress Mastery community. Right now, we haven't raised the prices and everything is there for them. And they got several good coaches in there now that will work with you to help you get your purpose, even help you through the higher goal setting. That's what we're there yeah. for. Yeah, so, uh how right can now, go so in there? we still haven't switched it. So you still get 30 days free trial. All you got to do is click either the link below or www.stressmasterycommunity.com. You'll go through the first thing. It'll allow you to just kind of get in there. But I definitely say start with the purpose. Click the courses. Click the... Or ask. We'll guide you. There's coaches in there. You could say, hey, Bill, can you assign me a coach mm -hmm. to guide me? I will assign you a coach. 
You guys, I tell you, it's a community. Everything we talk about, it's built for you guys. And the new community is really going to be built for you guys. And talk about staying motivated in there and asking questions and learning. That's what the community Mm -hmm. is for. So check it out. It's free. Check it out. What's the worst thing that can happen? You get your purpose? (laughs) Come on. Come on in. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.